Whoever humbles himself will be exalted, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled. The only correct way for you and I to understand the times in which we live and how it connects to all of history, the only way to see it correctly is to see it in the light of salvation. For you and I, history is never just history. For us, history is always salvation history. And the good news, you and I are part of this great, wonderful drama of a God who doesn't want to leave us broken, lost, in bondage and enslaved by sin, but the revelation of a God active in history who is always calling his children back, a God who is pursuing his people down all the paths and roads by which they stray and get lost, a God that has such a merciful love towards sinners, sinners like you and me, that he was even willing to leave the glory of heaven and to become a lowly servant, taking on himself the sins of the world and dying upon the cross so that you and I could know his forgiveness and the gift of new life. God revealed all this so that you and I would never, ever doubt his mercy, that we would not be afraid of our brokenness and any sins that we are struggling, to never, like Adam and Eve, run and hide, to try to cover ourselves over because of Jesus, God wants nothing but to show great mercy. This diocese, as we know, is about to embark on a great initiative of evangelization. And each one of us is going to be part of this how exciting you and me, part of the mission of Christ. But what is our message? What is our message? We can only be part of this if you and I are open to this mercy of God. And in order for that 
to be experienced and unfold in your life and mine. This is why Jesus speaks so much about humility. Humility. Humility in our tradition is understood as being in the truth. But it's a twofold truth. The one is that by the light of God and Scripture, by the gift of the Holy Spirit in you and I, we can recognize our need for Jesus. We can face honestly our own inner brokenness. I can humbly acknowledge any sins that I'm working on in my life, my need for healing. I don't have to hide that. I don't have to deny it. I can humbly face it. Why? That's the other side of, hum of humility. We never look at our broken, sinful condition in isolation. That would make me afraid. <laughs> that would lead me to despair and be discouraged. We always look at our sinfulness in the light of God's great mercy revealed in Christ. That's why we can humbly acknowledge honestly our broken, fallen human nature. This is the good news. In all the people throughout history, all the saints, as they open themselves to the mercy of God, that now becomes the good news that we can proclaim together. Jesus forgave my sins. Jesus has set me free. Jesus has healed me. Jesus has given me a new life. That's what we proclaim. And this is why you and I need humility. We all have this tendency of the people he describes, of exaggerating our virtues and downplaying our vices. And then we do the opposite to our neighbor. We exaggerate their vices and can be pretty harsh on the imperfections of our neighbor and be blind to the goodness of God in them and their good qualities. Sometimes we can go as far as thinking that we are righteous merely because we see other people around us whose imperfections and faults are more apparent. And we can think we're better and even look down on them like the persons Jesus describes. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled. Whoever humbles himself will be exalted and exalted to the heavens.
That's the culmination of Christ's gift to us. This work that he's doing in us leads us right to eternal life. So as we come to the altar this morning, let us come with humility. Let us come realizing, yes, Jesus, I need your mercy. I need you to continue to save me. Lord, be it done unto me according to your mercy. And this is the good news that this local church is getting ready to proclaim. Amen.